Welcome back, everybody, to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hopping Head Productions. I'm your host, Sean. As always, across the lands and rivers and lakes and such, Danny, how are you, man? Oh, man. I, I think I made a mistake coming back from vacation. I mean, not necessarily that I just wanted to stay in North Dakota, but I just, you know. You went back uh, to work? I went back to work, yes. <laughs> so we've had this new supervisor for a little while, and like, our like, there's a couple of us that are like full time. We work the same shift. Um, our nickname for her is a uh, crackhead Shelly. <laughs> That's a pleasant one. Her name, yeah, her name is Michelle, but she goes by Shelly, I guess. She has that written on some of her stuff, but she's like super tweaked out all the time. And so uh, when she first came over, she wanted, she said she was going to make a group chat, and she never did. So I asked her on Friday, hey, where's the group chat you said you were going to make? So she made the group chat, and in the span of like 15 to 20 texts, she was already done with the group chat and threatened to like, wanted to like uh, have a quote-unquote meeting with me for being unprofessional in the group chat. Wow. Well, you do have that effect on people. I mean, no one's ever accused me of being professional. That's why I didn't get a real job or go into management. That's fair. <laughs> she came up and she was like, we are we need to have a meeting at my desk right now. And I'm like, about what? And she's like, about you being unprofessional in my, well, yeah, she's like, about being unprofessional in the group chat. And I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen until you get a shop steward. And then <laughs> she was like, fine, I'll get a shop steward. Until then, uh, just keep working at your desk and I'll come get you when the shop steward gets here. And then she kept talking and at that point I just stopped listening. <laughs> That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> what did you say to her that pissed her off? Um, just just normal group chat stuff because we weren't just solely talking about work. We were having like like conversations about like off work topic conversations. Hmm. Like nice. yeah, I didn't say anything bad. Like, it wasn't like this other guy. He had this like he had no filter and would put a bunch of weird stuff in the group chat. And he got kicked out of the group chat before a couple times with the previous supervisor. <laughs> Like allowed back in under like a probationary cause. Nice. And so he's toned down. He, he, is, he this there, is this like during work time or is it like? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, it was during work time. Nice. Yeah, so it's fun. Oh, and I also when she's like, "You're being unprofessional," and then I called her out on all the. I think what really pissed her off is when she said that I was the group chat was unprofessional, and then I called her out on all the unprofessional things that she does. <laughs> That seems that seems reasonable. Yes. So, of course, the shop steward never came, and we never had the meeting, so I was kind of sad. <laughs> but she's also like, since she's been promoted, she's been suspended once, fired once, under investigation for something else, and like no other full no other like full timer wants to work with her as a part time supervisor. Classy. Except for the one, except for our full time supervisor is the only one apparently. So. Yeah. Good luck with that. I've been there for you know. You've been there for like three years. I've been there for you know over twenty years. I've not been in trouble once. So, cool. Oh boy, look at you go. Yes. See, I'm yes. I'm a. I tell management all, a lot that I'm their best worst employee. <laughs> or their worst best employee actually, because it's like I'll do the work and stuff, but I don't put up with their shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to. That's gangsters. <laughs> Uh, you know, a chicken sandwich sounds really good right now. Like, like a, like a hot chicken sandwich. Like from like the food lab, for example. That would be a qualified contender for my food, but I can't have it. No, you can't. I mean, I, I can't. Like, but I actually, actually, yeah. I did have it on Friday. Yeah, I, I bet you fucking did. Like you know what. I had, I had to deal with my supervisor's bullshit. I'm going to reward myself with some hot chicken fries. Hot chicken fries. Mm-hmm. And mac and cheese. <laughs> I'd probably say some good barbecue, but I don't know any good barbecue out here. I haven't found um, anything. I, I, I found a video, and I saved it aside, but I kept forgetting I keep forgetting to send it to you and uh, your lady friend. It's, mm. it's the guy saying which state is better, Ohio or New Jersey. Just <laughs> randomly pick those days. I thought it was appropriate. <laughs> that is pretty funny, actually. 
Oh, so I had a new adventure last night, Danny. Something I never had to experience until last night. Love? What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Oh, no. Uh, it had nothing to do with love, but my love was gone for this for this animal. So it was a new experience for me and our dog, Mabel. Somehow... Mabel figured out how to get sprayed by a skunk in our backyard that's fully enclosed to where animals can't get in or out of. Sweet. I heard I heard the best remedy for um, getting the spray of skunk out of something is to bury it. But I don't <laughs> know if that'll work with your dog. <laughs> I don't think so either. We did, uh, we used peroxide, some baking soda, and dishwashing soap. That seemed to do the trick. That was what, that's what the interwebs was telling us. So yeah, they uh, they had a predator at my mother-in-law's farm over there. They lost some chickens and some ducks. Mm-hmm. And they thought they had lost some kittens, but they like, I guess they just got scared and ran away and came back a couple days later. Mm-hmm. And they ended up catching a skunk. The skunk was the one that was attacking the chickens. Yes. I did not realize skunks were that vicious. I thought they just liked eating grass and berries. No, that's that's just the, the lies that Disney tells you. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. So, you know, it's like 60 to 50, high 50s out here now at night. So we had to open up the windows because the house stank. And we had to, we had the... Um, the central, the central air. We just had a, we had the fan just run because that was like the only thing they said that you need to do, just run that fan and clear it out. <laughs> buy a new, uh, buy a new filter. Buy a new dog. I mean, you know that that too, but you know, you might also want to buy a new filter for your, uh, your air system because it's all going to be skunk skunkified for a little while. Yeah, probably. That's that's an easy fix. Yeah, you'll have, like, just the... I mean, it won't be bad, but you'll just have that, like, faint, faint uh, skunk scent yeah. commemorating through your house, like, when you turn... Especially when you turn the heater on, when it gets really cold. Mm-hmm. Like, you might not notice it now, but I'm sure when you turn the heater on and that thing gets warm and just starts blowing that skunk air through there. <sighs> yeah, that's probably true. First world problems, Sean. <laughs> Skunks and heating, and heating systems. <laughs> yes. Oh, my my house that I own smells like skunk. <laughs> millennials and Generation Z. <laughs> but I am a millennial. You're 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 an old millennial though, so I don't think I think even some of the millennials don't like you. Or, I don't or like geriatric. It. That's not old. It's, it, the term isn't old millennial. It's geriatric millennial. Oh well, I don't like me so. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I don't care if you like me or not, because I don't like me. <laughs> so I bought, I haven't put them on my car yet, but I bought some new waifu stickers for my car. Nice. Did you really? They're, you know, I, I don't know if you've seen them, but they're like warning label type stickers. Mm-hmm. And so I bought two of them. One of them, both of them are from, um, uh, why can't I think of the name of the anime? Where the prince, president and the vice president won't admit that they, love is war. There it is. Yes. So they announced the season. They announced the season three for the spring, by the way, of next year. Fuck yes, super pumped, man. So I got. You give me um, some good news, man. I appreciate that's good news early in the morning. Yeah, I saw that two days ago. Crunchyroll or somebody somebody announced season three. So I got Kai, uh, Kaguya and Chiki uh, warning labels, and so they both uh, said, both say pretty much the same thing. Please drive safe. Chiki loves you or Kaguya loves you. <laughs> and it has their funny. picture. That's funny. And then, you should, you should uh, take a picture and send it to us. I'll, I'll, I'll send you the link to the Instagram. Okay. Cool. And they came quick. Like, I got an email that they shipped, and I'm like, oh, there's no tracking number. And I got it. It was just in a regular, like, envelope. It was in your mail. You're like, how the fuck? It was in my mail that? on Saturday. Yeah. You're like, what happened? And then they have uh, my from... Um, um, Rascal does not dream of bunny senpai, and her uh, says, um, "Drive, drive safe. We're going to get bent, uh, boba." 
<laughs> and they have a bunch of them. They have like some like, and it's not all just uh, waifus. They have some husbandos as well. If you're into that. Ah, uh, got you. No. So. That makes sense. Dude, I found a... I don't, I didn't tell you yet, but I found a new subreddit that I've been highly addicted to, and I don't know if it's a good thing. So, I don't... It's called... The subreddit is called Hungry Artist. And on the... And it's a, and it's a subreddit that you can actually hire artists to do commissions for you. Okay. Yeah, so there's like... You could put in... You could make a post for yourself... Uh, called hiring and you put in everything that you want and you put in your price range and then artists could reply back to you or the artist could put um, that they're for hire and put in like their deets so you usually get to see like some samples and stuff so there are I will say like there is some non-polished stuff on there you got to dig through a little bit, but you can kind of tell, you know, by the price range, like anything like $20, $30, typically a little unpolished. But once you kind of start seeing a higher price range in the titles, but man, dude, I've seen some really cool shit on there, dude. I'm just like, fuck, dude, I cannot. I was like, I knew it. I know if I do one commission, it's game over for me. Like, I'm just going right. to be like, <laughs> pew, 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 pew. I don't even have to go to the Comic-Con. they they're coming to me. I know. Like, you know, you don't, it's like, I don't have to stand in lines. I don't got to deal with people. I don't got to get my bag checked. I don't got to keep coming back and checking to see if it's ready or not. I don't got to, don't have to you know, smell put, the stink. Yeah. I don't, don't got to, you know, put money down for a commission and then never get the artwork from the guy. Cause he's a piece of shit. <laughs> Dude, COVID helps me forget about that, man. Oh, and you don't have to worry about transporting your art and leaving it on an airplane when you're going back home. Oh yeah, all the commissions and prints you bought that you that you uh, spent your hard-earned money on that you uh, carefully and painstakingly selected, then you just leave on an airplane like it's garbage because they threw it away for you. <laughs> is that like the is that like the basically the peak of your waifu is trash? Yes. <laughs> Or it's like, like uh, I don't know if you remember the comedian Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. He had a joke about, he's like, whenever I'm walking down the street and someone hands me something, it's like they're telling me, hey, uh, can you throw this away for me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. But no, I, um, I've, I've, uh, I've been tempted. Because, like, the cool part, too about it is like you have all sorts of different style you get so many more different styles on there man there's a couple of landscape artists that have some really cool shit on there and then there's a couple um other ones that are really sweet i was just like oh man i was like i can't don't give in but like i'll just like i'll just like thumb through like the subreddit and i'll just beg oh yeah look at that i would hire this person because I will say there is one commission I really I really want to get, and I just haven't pulled the trigger on it yet, just because I, the stars haven't aligned, I guess. But I do want to get a Destiny commission, but I want it to be very dark and grim, like from a painting, like a painting standpoint. With uh, but I want it to be like Crota. I want it to be like Oryx. Like a big picture of Oryx with like Crota and I think Savathun at this point, and then have a like a um, like on the bottom of the painting is like a small guardian just like overlooking these three massive like beasts. But I want it to be, I want it to feel like it's like you're fucked, and maybe like on the bottom have like different hive like just running at you. I think that'd be pretty sick. Right, you want to you want to show like the um the the grandeur of the scope of um how large everything is. Yeah. The exactly. the scale, the proper scale. Mhm. So, what are you drinking today, Sean? Uh, I found the smallest bottle I could find to drink. In your fridge, not just like in general. <laughs> 
Yeah, in my uh, in my geezer. <laughs> um, so from Urban Artifact, this is the I don't even know how I'm gonna say it. I don't even know how to say this. The Pycesaurus, Pycesaurus, whatever <laughs> the dinosaur is, <laughs> but it's a uh, Marinberry's thing of a jig. Let's see. It's an ale brewed with fruit. Is that what they're saying? A blend of wild cut cultures curated to highlight. Let's see. The terror of the Ohio River Valley and aged on uh, barren berries and neutral oak barrels. I know my dad got this too because we both got it off to war. So it's, it was funny. He's like, look what I got. And I was like, I got that too. <laughs> <laughs> Twinsies. But, nice. Uh, yeah. I think um there was another one where like I think last week's beer was the same way. I think you and your dad just um basically buy from the same sections of Tavor. Probably. Um, oh, and that the sticker uh, person is um Y U R E I, and their Instagram page is Shop Yuri Yuri Y U R E I, and they they have like two separate websites so one of them is uh stickers only and the other one is apparel only so you can get like a rascal shop. does not dream of bunny girl t-shirt or hoodie if you want one of those what did you say it's shop what uri y-u-r-e-i on the instagrams and i'll post it on our instagram too as well when i post the stickers and give them credit Never steal art. Always give credit. Exactly. <clears throat> okay. I th yeah, I found it. Oh, nice. Their clothes are pretty cool. I like. Yes. I kind of like their uh, the simplicity of it. Yeah. So many waifus. So many, and husbandos too. If you're into that, <laughs> or if you're a lady who likes the men's. Oh, that. Do not dream of bunny girl senpai <laughs> simping may occur. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man. Yes. That's too good funny. Stuff. Oh, I like that one's pretty good. Buckle up, senpai. We're going on an adventure. Oh, that's too funny. That's yep. super funny. Yeah, I should, I'll have to dig through these. Maybe maybe I'll get something. Yeah, and they also appear at uh, anime conventions around the, the country as well. Mm. So if you're at an uh, anime convention, or you might find them. You might actually be able to see them live in person. Woo! In person. Or you can just order from the internet and they never leave your house. <laughs> we make our own convention. Yes. Oh, man. But anyways, beer. Mmm, good. Mmm, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, definitely the... It's, it's definitely got a lot more pucker than I would, uh, would have expected. So, um, the, the wild, uh, yeast really give it a nice, a very soury taste. So this is going to be more for people that really want to focus in more on the sour piece. The, um, it has nice oak, like subtleties as you're drinking it. Um, just there, it's beautifully there. And the the Marinberry just kind of gives it a nice splash of like fruity taste, so I I th I really like it. It's definitely good. I'm I'm assuming after a few more drinks, the, the sourness will calm down a little bit on my pal on my palate. But this is definitely a it's it's pretty sour. So like it's if you do not if you're not that big into sours, probably not the beer for you. But it is. Definitely for the sour drinkers to have, is especially it a, if you like wild yeast. Is it a collaboration with a brewery in Oregon? Um, 
I don't see anything on the bottle that says that. Because I know uh, Urban Artifact is not an Oregon-based brewery, right? It's a it's Ohio. Yeah, not Oregon. Correct. Because I thought I thought it was illegal for any uh, brewery t- not from Oregon to use Mar- Marionberry, and I thought it was like also illegal for any brewery from Oregon to not use Marionberry. <laughs> I thought that was like like the law, like Marionberry is only allowed to use in Oregon, and it's mandatory. It's a mandatory ingredient. Like on chopped. Well, maybe. <laughs> so I know in North Dakota they have their version. They call it choke cherry, and they have beer, breweries make beers and stuff out of it. But nobody else outside of North Dakota does that. Ah, uh, gotcha. Fair enough. So what are you drinking, man? So, you know, sometimes science asks, like what can we do as opposed to should we do it? <laughs> yes. And sometimes, you know, I just go ahead and decide, you know, to punish myself to take one for the team. Mm-hmm. And so I saw a beer and I'm like, all right, this is pretty outrageous. I have to go get it for the podcast. Oh, it, boy. It is a Burley Oak Brewing Company sour ale. It's their dream. Like, there's, like, the schmooge, like, different companies. Like, the um, King's Brewing has the Frosé. Like, it's their, their, like, sour subline name. And then they just Mm -hmm. um, add different ingredients. Like, um, I know Urban Artifact has one, right? Where it's a Uh, sour, but add the different fruits or whatever to it. Yeah. So keep in mind this is a sour ale, right? Mm Mm-hmm. It is bananas, foster, cream cheese, stuffed French toast. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, as we, we, I think it was before the show, maybe. I don't remember if it was during the, at the beginning intro part, but I, I only try to buy, I'm trying to buy like breakfast themed beers, and this seems pretty breakfast themed. <laughs> but it's weird because it, you can smell the sour. And it's like super like milky and cream. It almost looks like eggnog with whiskey in it because it's like got that cream, that white um, thick consistency, but it's got like a like a brownish tint to it. From I'm guessing the cinnamon. And you can taste the banana. You can taste like the banana. You can taste the cream cheese. And it. But you can also taste the sour. So I don't know. It's really weird. And I don't know if I really like it or if I really hate it. <laughs> you know? Like, the sour is stopping it from being too sweet, though. Which I guess is a plus. Mm-hmm. But then you just, you're drinking it and you're like, ooh. French, like breakfast. And then it's like, you hit that sour and it's almost like, uh, the, the cream cheese went bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but my wife liked it. She said it, you could t- it just tasted like some like, kind of like a candy, like just the sweetness from it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's you know it's thick from the cream cheese, brown from the cinnamon, and it has a sour to it. Yeah. Uh, and they had like at, they were pushing it at the liquor store I bought it at the M M&M and M liquor. They had like a they did a paid advertising thing on Instagram, and there's like one can per person because apparently this line is hot. People people can't get enough, but this might be a flavor that, you know, uh, people aren't going to rush to get necessarily just because it, it is pretty weird. Mm-hmm. And if, if it wasn't for the podcast and me wanting to take one for the team, then I probably wouldn't have gotten it either. But that being said, I don't completely regret buying it. Like, I don't think I can drink the whole can. It's almost like something you'd want to share with somebody just because the flavors are a little contradictory, but it's pretty good. Okay. So, I've been seeing a lot of uh, post breweries post stuff on Instagram that they're uh, like they'll post a new beer coming out, and then they'll have to repost it because the original post was taken down, and they'll post a screenshot saying that your post was taken down for violating community guidelines. And Bottle Logic actually had to make a whole new account oh, because wow. their uh, their main their original Instagram account got taken down and <laughs> shut down. Wow. 
That's so, intense. Yeah, so I don't know, like, you know, I don't know what rules are violating. Nobody knows. Like, breweries are like, um, you know, we're not threatening anybody. We're not insulting anybody. We're not posting nudity. It's just literally a picture of, like, beer. Like, is that against the terms of service for Instagram now? Because if it is, somebody should let us know and we'll go somewhere else, you know, or we'll just stop, you know, we'll just not use it because there's no point in posting pictures of they're going to get taken down anyways. Yeah. How so, dare they? Right. And I know right now, like, I was, um, um, Congress is kind of looking at, you know, Facebook that owns, like, Instagram and WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a whistleblower come down, come out and kind of talk about stuff. And, one of the things that everyone seems to make a big point out of that as a, if it's shocking when it's like no shit is it's like Facebook doesn't care about the people. It only cares about making money. Okay. Like, isn't that a business? Like what businesses yes. do? Like, and if yes. you don't like that, and if you don't like that, Facebook doesn't care about people, but only making money, then don't use Facebook. You know? And, but, <laughs> But the problem is, though, is like, you know, a lot of people, and especially in other countries, not necessarily the U.S., but they kind of, you know, rely on either Messenger or WhatsApp to get in contact with people more than other forms of uh, instant messaging or DM if they don't want to, you know, if they don't have their phone numbers or whatever. So, like, that Monday when Instagram and, like, all of, like, Facebook and their properties were down for, like, the whole day pretty much, you know, they're talking about how students in other countries were kind of having struggling you know, they couldn't basically attend school that day because of it. It's social distancing-wise. Yeah. So, but they are trying to, um, but the government's trying to, like, figure out if they could constitutionally find a way to force uh, Facebook to reveal, like, their, um, I can't think of the term, the one where it's, like, the like it picks and chooses what you see, the posts you see and stuff. Like, YouTube does the same thing. Algorithm. That's the word I'm looking mm. for. <clears throat> like, what they're using? Like, if like how their algorithm works and what it, um, how it picks things for you. Yes, because, you know, one of the things also, again, it's like no shit about Facebook is that the Facebook algorithm seems to just pick things that makes you upset. So, you're going to, if you look at Facebook, you're just going to constantly be upset at things because it knows what makes, how, what you interact with that makes you mad. You mad, bro? Come on, bro. Don't be mad. Get Did glad. I Did I trigger you, bro? You mad? <laughs> Speaking of triggered and mad, oh, uh, Truly Seltzers, a subsidiary of the Boston Beer Company, has announced that next year, around this time, they're going to be opening a tap room in downtown Los Angeles. Oh, boy. So, you know, if you just, if you can't, if you, if you, uh, Got tired of just only drinking Trulies out of the can, and you want to get that fresh, fresh off the nipple taste. Um, so they're gonna have like their standard flavors, and they're gonna also have some tap room only exclusives. Seltzers. Seltzers, yes. Oh boy. It's truly a marvel of nature, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Let's go to the seltzer bar, guys. Yes. Um, and it's, it's like right, it's adjacent to another uh, brewery that, um, I think like either Boston Beer Company or AB and Bev owns as well. So, Mm. um, but yeah, if, if if there's, if there's that hot flavor of seltzer that you uh, don't want to miss out on because it's a taproom exclusive. There you go. (laughs) And so Travis Scott decided he'd throw his name on the, the seltzer game. Mm Mm-hmm. And he made a seltzer that talked about how it had, um, you know, agave added to it, which is used to make tequila. Mm-hmm. And so people were buying it thinking, oh, we're going to get um, basically like a seltzer with a little bit of tequila to it, like a bottled, one of those canned um, uh, cocktails. Um, except they uh, realized that... Um, they actually weren't adding tequila. They're just adding some of the sugar from the agave to it. Mm-hmm. And um, so a woman in Chicago has decided to file a class action lawsuit against the company for um, 
misleading consumers. Oh. Which, um, the pod, one of the podcasts that I listened to, they were talking about it, and the one of the guys is a lawyer, and he was kind of talking about how every state has different standards to prove when it comes to something like that, and so like, like California, you have to show that the company was like maliciously doing it, like ma- maliciously misleading you, whether it was like for profit or what you know something like that. Mm-hmm. But in Chicago, basically, it's just like if it's reasonable for the consumer to believe what they think is the truth and it's not the truth, then you can be held responsible. Wow. So it just depends on how it's um, worded on the can. Mm-hmm. And I think they took down some of their advertising material, which probably might have led to uh, people believing that as well. Mm. So, but, you know, if the lady has even like a halfway decent lawyer, it's not like, you know, you take a poster down and it's gone from the internet forever. True. It Somebody will find it. Yes. <laughs> Nothing dies on the internet. No. You know, there's that one app, um, I think it's Snapchat, where it's like you send something and it's supposed to go away after so much time. And so a lot of people got um, would send their nudes that way, but then forget that they could uh, people could take a screenshot of what's mm-hmm. on their phone. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'll send them my picture of my movies. Uh, and you can only look at it for 24 hours and then they're no, gone from the internet forever. Yeah, no, I, that is true. That's what I, I always remember. I always uh, remembered that. I was like, do you, you know people can just take a screenshot, right? <laughs> oh, man. So. so Hollywood avoided um, a shutdown, basically. The IATSE union, which basically handles all of the uh, behind-the-scenes people, um, their contract was up, and they were kind of undergoing negotiations. Um, and, you know... And it was they wanted you know to get a little more money and they wanted but they also wanted to keep their health benefits, but the big main pushing point was the safety on the set, like how they have to work. You know when they're when they're filming a movie, they have to basically work until the production shuts down, however many days in a row and however many hours, right? Yeah. And so there's a movie being filmed right now called Rust, mm-hmm. and the production company and and the um, movie studio basically kicked a lot of the um, people off the set because they were worried that there was going to be a strike and they didn't want to have to shut down. So they brought in uh, scabs, you know, preemptively. Um, And so, like, one of the things you're supposed to have on the set is um, an armorer, right? Is their job title, and they basically handle all the weaponry. And so they didn't have that, and so the assistant director handed Alec Baldwin a gun for the scene, and it actually had live bullets, and they sh- it was, somebody was shot and killed on set. Yeah, that's crazy. So, and come to find out that the, the the whether it was the director or the assistant director, one of them had already been um, called out for unsafe and sketchy behavior on sets previously before this movie. Wow. So you know this this just goes to show that um, having trained professionals is worth the money on the set yes yes it is maybe they weren't wrong when they were talking about you know wanting more like stronger language in the contract about safety on set Hmm. you know you would think by now after having you know a few more than a few people die on sets to uh, a real bullet um that they probably wouldn't shouldn't allow real sets real real bullets on um the set again um and there was a showrunner. I can't remember what show, but he said that basically he's not going to have any firearms on his on any of his sets ever again. So, I don't know what what did they need live firearms for? And that's that's what people are kind of asking. And it, I haven't seen anybody give a satisfactory answer necessarily, other than maybe like like you te- you you fire a real bullet through there, and it like it makes it look more realistic when you fire the blanks. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but. You know, it's it's pretty sad. Like, uh, um, um, people were kind of going after Alec Baldwin on Twitter, especially a lot of like the asshole conservative people. Yeah. Um, um have kind of gone after him because he was kind of a big part of the. You know, did a lot of tweeting during Black Lives Matter, and they found like Lauren Robert, Babert, whatever, um, who married a convicted uh, pedophile. Um. And got, I think she, she's the one that got her GED, like, 
after she got elected, because so she could say that AOC isn't smart. Um, <laughs> she found a tweet from like a few years ago, and was like trying to like make fun of him. And it's like, dude, somebody died. Like, but it's the boys. That was the show. The Amazon boys have banned the use of live guns on their set. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know why you need life guns. <laughs> yeah, so basically, even with even just using blanks. So I guess maybe they'll do CGI gun, like they'll like. Cause that's what people were saying. Why can't you just get like a airsoft gun and CGI the like firing effects? You know, because you can like have people film in like the middle of the summer, but it's supposed to be cold, and you can CGI the breath coming out of their mouth. You know, the frost breath coming out of mm-hmm. their mouth. So. Hopefully things change because again, it's this isn't the first time and things never change. So yeah, hopefully, you know, you know, everything with the with the contract negotiations still kind of ongoing. Um, I think it was approved, but, um, but yeah, well at least it was approved where there's no strike. Like they, um, so I don't know, man. It's just sad. Um, so on a different note, DC has come out and announced that. Superman is bisexual. But it's not like the Clark Kent Superman. It's his son, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, The Onion had the best response to this. It was like, man upset because um, he prefers his, um, gay, his, gay, his gay comic book, his gayness in the comic books to be undertones, not on the surface. <laughs> <laughs> so... I mean, they've done some dumb. They've done some stuff with him, anyways, in the past. Like he's the one that like basically punched a hole in the universe to create, like the Infinite Crisis, right? Wow, he's just all over the news. Well, no, but that happened years ago. Like, didn't he can like, you just like, punch the like, air like that? What's that? Can you just punch the air and create a hole? I. He was like trapped in some sort of like. Like he was trapped in something and he couldn't get out, and I guess he punched it so hard that to try to get out that, like, he created like the Infinite Crisis or the Crisis on Infinite Earths storyline. Wow. Yes. Wow. <laughs> tried to bang um, Martian Manhunter's uh, niece when she joined the Young Justice or whatever comic book it was. <laughs> yeah, he did. had a field day with because she could shapeshift, and so it just became a an ongoing story of him banging every, anybody he wanted to bang, but was really banging her. Wow, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> yeah, uh, anime is not the only thing that's weird. <laughs> oh, ooh, good segue. So speaking of anime and weird, man, I think I'm pretty sure you've watched. I don't know if you watched the whole thing. Of I have no life. Yes. Did you all both seasons and the movie? Mm, okay, maybe I haven't watched everything. So, man, No Game No Life is one of those animes where it's like you, it's like the best and the worst that anime has to offer. Like you wanna you wanna recommend it to somebody, but you know you shouldn't. Right? Like, the storyline is really cool. The concept, a world mm-hmm. where everything is solved by playing a game and making bets, and you have to honor the bets, and there's no violence, mm-hmm. and people are brought from a, a different um, world to this world to play, you know, because they're, like, the best gamers on Earth, and basically they're put in charge of the humans to save the humans, and they challenge all these different, um, the different races to basically try to get back to fighting the god that of the world the game the ga- the god of games mm-hmm. i mean that's cool but then you, there's a lot of weird like fan service and uh incest type sister love even though the sister's like 12 <laughs> or maybe even younger i don't know but it's weird yes like and so in the movie the movie is a prequel and it kind of takes place during the war. And, of course, you know, it's like the characters from the show are characters in the um, in the war, but they're, they have different names. And they fall in love, and they, 
you know, something happens where like one of them dies, but it's like, well, I want to, we'll be together forever. And so that's the, the, when they come together in the future and they don't want to go to work. Like he's a, he, he, he's a neat, doesn't leave the house and they just play video games all day and hang all over each other. Yes. So they don't actually have sex. It's just weirdly close. Oh. <laughs> right. I really want to like, like watch this anime. Like the story is cool. The world is cool. Like, the um mm-hmm. the way he wins the games like his um his strategy and like his um forethought that he puts into why he does certain things when everyone just counts him off as being a dumbass and then they have like a scene where like all the women are in the bath but they have like a extra hot so it's teeny so he and he has to sit behind a barrier and he can't watch but he can listen yes <laughs> cuz he can't ever be too far away from her Yes, like they can't. Yeah, that's the thing too. Is like they can't be more than like a few feet apart at any time. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, it's on Netflix. I don't know if you, again. I I would. I kind of want you to watch it, but don't. So the, the choice. Yeah. No. Yeah, Danny. I think you make a lot of good points. Where it's just like if you just took away the cringe factor, it's actually like one of the be- one of the, I think a top rated, um, story. Cause, and it's just so much different from everything. Yeah. And the games are cool. And his strategy is like, it's like, you know, like they'll play the game and then it's like, how did you, why did you do this? And he's like, Oh, I did this because I knew this would happen and that. And they're like, no, you're an idiot. Like you couldn't put that much forethought into the game. <laughs> he's yeah. like, yeah, but I did. So, speaking of uh, putting forethought into a game, Sean. <laughs> How dare you? Man, it's it's pretty crazy that every time we have a Destiny sub uh, update that my segue into it is a perfect insult against Destiny. Exactly. <laughs> oh, and uh, real quick, before you go into Destiny, I, got, um, yes. I was asked by a um, friend of the show, Solid Snack, to not... Um, to not antagonize him anymore when it comes to uh, Games Pass. I've made my point. (laughs) Oh, you mean the Games Pass that I'm playing Skyrim on now? But he did say he agreed with your points that you made in the show last week. But he also asked me um, to not to discontinue the antagonizing of him about it. Oh. Well, that was really you. I mean, I was just talking about my experience with Game Pass. You were the one that was like, hey, guess what? Let me make a public announcement that Solid Snack hates Game Pass. Well, no, he didn't He didn't, He didn't. didn't deny that. He just told me that, like, <laughs> like, like, making him, like, making him have to argue against it more is more his point. <laughs> he does still hate uh, it. He just doesn't want me to, like, um, try to bring up that it's good. Got you. Fair enough. I did look at the PlayStation now, but they didn't really have any games on there that made sense. So I think Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. (laughs) No Persona, no Fatal Frame. Like a couple, like the flashback games. It was like you could play games from PS2 or PS3, and I was like, none of the games I was looking for are on there. Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's the same thing with Nintendo. Like, it's like, oh, you can play stuff from uh, Nintendo and Super Nintendo, and it's like, all right, well, at least Nintendo has some of the cool games, like some of the Mario Brothers and Zelda games, and then it's like, yeah, like the games on the Super Nintendo, like it, like they're so much bigger on each line because there's so few of them, so they have. To, it's like when you're a kid, you like have to write a full page essay, and so you just quadruple space and write really big. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, so Destani is doing a this Halloween event. Yes. It's a spooktacular event. So they did change it this year, Danny. So um, as I'm sure you know, the last two years we had the the haunted forest that we had to go run through, which basically was like a part of the um, Mercury area. We would just run through. We'd have to uh, just try to make through we tried to make through the level and then kill guys. And then once we had a hundred percent, it would take us to a boss room. We killed the boss and we would, we would transport back into the room and we would just, we would keep doing that. Um, and this year, basically you get, um, 
as you do events, you get your normal candy drops and stuff, but you also get um, pages that you could take into the Lost Sector playlist. And so in the Lost Sector playlist, you go and um, you have to summon uh, kind of like uh, these giant knights with pumpkin heads and you kill them. And then the more you do, more you do, the more uh, more of them you kill, the the more pages you're able to convert over to turn in for other stuff, for like other prizes. So it's a uh, event's a little different. It does seem a little grindy. Like I, I, I got bored of doing the uh, the lost sector grind. So I'm like wondering if I'm gonna even have enough time to finish the Halloween event because <laughs> there's only like one more week left. So I'm like, uh, I gotta, I gotta step it up if I'm going to really try to do it. But, um, otherwise it's the, uh, they released the new dinosaur, um, like costumes that they, uh, that everybody voted for last year. So it was between monsters and dinosaurs. So it's team dino one. So, like, the Titan is a T-Rex, and then, like, the Hunter is, like, a Raptor, and then I think, like, the, um, the Warlock is, like, a Stegosaurus. No, okay. Trisaur. Uh, uh, the other one, not a Stegosaurus. It's the, uh, the one with, like, three horns on its Triceratops? Head. Yes, thank you. Thank you for the assist. <laughs> Triceratops. So. But... No, it's been um, it's been relatively uh, uh, relatively fun. A couple new fun emotes, couple other random um, things that you could do. So, not not too bad. Just maybe a little grindy. So, I did enjoy the um, Halloween event last year. I forgot like what it was until you mentioned it. That I was like, oh yeah, that was fun. The running through that um, like event. Um, I was kind of sad actually when it went away. I kind of like that. Yeah, I thought it gets. I thought the. Uh, I thought he got tiring running through the things. I mean, it was a little. It did get a little tiring well, after was... a while. I guess, yeah. But um, I don't know. It was just fun if you did. If you, I guess I didn't do it that much. I only did it like a couple times, like a day until I met the um whatever the goal, like all the mm-hmm. um challenges were for the week and then i didn't do it so yeah i guess if i did it all the time a bunch of times a day for the whole week then it would get super tiring so oh man anything else about destiny Mm, not really i mean we've had a couple patches but that's just like quality of life stuff and um i know they nerfed and people seem to be upset about that Wow, what they fucking nerf? I'm just trying to remember. And they were trying, and the, but people were like talking because people were talking shit that hunters had their like super like the slam, and they're like, oh. they, never, they never nerfed that, but they nerfed this immediately. Yeah, no, they uh, basically like there's a there's a move in Destiny where you could throw your ice grenade and then you what you the hunter jumps up in the air and then comes crashing down and it like explodes the area, which is uh seems to be a very easy way for hunters to just get easy kills um but you can't get out of it you can't get out of it you just gotta watch your it's just about knowing your fights and stuff it's just i think a lot of people are upset with it because it's a huge spam now you know what i mean right like it's just like it's not like just something to kind of watch out for it's like you really have to watch out for stasis hunters and you have to really watch your corners and and how you charge because as soon as they get a a grenade and they're throwing it at you, you're fucked. You and you got to make sure you're you're able to back away because you not you don't even have to get frozen as long as you're close enough to the explosion, it'll kill you. Okay. Yeah, that that, that can then, be annoying. Yes. I'm trying to think what else got nerfed. I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember if there was a certain gun. There probably was. I'm just forgetting about it because it was probably a gun I didn't use very much. But I know Telesto kept, keeps breaking. <laughs> so I don't. And I, 
I don't know why that is. I think somebody made a good point on Reddit. Like they would, they they want like somebody to go through like the history of Telesto and talk about like why it has to keep getting removed from gameplay, fixed, and then reintroduced into the gameplay. Just be, and I think it's just because like it gets. So I think certain um, tweaks in the game just really set it off and really boot over boost the power on it multiple times. Right, like I was, I went to a players yesterday, pick up comics because I hadn't been there for a while, and so they sent me one of the, hey, um, are you are you gonna come get your books? Text, mm. and they have Adam for the, like a while has been renting out a little one of the little corners of his um, display to a guy that sells magic and Pokemon mm-hmm. stuff out of there, and so oh, I went nice. in when I went in yesterday, he was the only one there, so we kind of talked for a little bit, and there's a card in one of the new sets that. Basically, like you could just discard a, a card and cast it without paying its mana cost, and that's like, mm-hmm. you know, finding those cards are always broken, but yet they always seem to make them. It's like they get broken, they get banned, but then they make a little bit later they'll make a new one, and it's like, yeah, this yeah. one, this one won't get abused, and we won't have to ban it, and then almost immediately, oh yeah, we uh, we have to ban that. <laughs> oh man, it's it's like I, was, I told him I was like. I think they're uh, naive to think that Magic the Gathering players just want to... A majority of people that play Magic just want to play the game as opposed to they'll do anything to win the game. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, man. So, you know, I finally got my uh, Nintendo Switch hooked up before I went on vacation. And mm-hmm. so I had a couple games already, and I was just kind of looking through the the store to get some games because I had asked... Uh, friends of the show Manting and Solid Snack to, for some recommendations mm-hmm. and then I came across this game and it looked kind of interesting and it was like well, five bucks or less and I'm like alright man this game just it's, this game looks stupid enough to just try it for five bucks like I've spent mm-hmm. five bucks on stupider things um, it's called Dicey Dungeons yeah and it's kind of a take on D&D and so but you play literally as a dice so there's like the warrior dice the thief dice uh, um a robot that does like mm-hmm. stuff with like equipment. Um, yeah. There's like six different cat classes, mm-hmm. and so then you go in and fight, and you what you can use, what equipment, whether like swords or whatever you use, is based solely on the die roll. So there's some where it's like, um, you do X amount of damage, but then if you do six, you also do you also either like gain life or give them poison counters or different things like that. Um. And there's mechanics to where you can, like, re-roll the dice or, like, bump your dice up by one number. Um, and so when, when you first start, you just have one character. And then you, you whether you win or lose, when you play with it, you unlock the second character. And then you only have the first level for every character until you unlock every character. All six of them. Well, you have gotcha. to play five characters. And when you play the fifth character, you unlock the sixth. Um... And then as you play through the levels, like, they kind of give you different conditions. Like, the warrior is the first one, like, the easy one. So it's like the, um, the one of them is, um, every time you level up, you lose two health. Two health, maximum health. So it's like you start with 24 health, and then you level up, and you're at 22 health. And so that by the time you get to the final boss, you're at 14 health, maximum health. And so you have to figure out ways to mitigate damage and, um, gain health in addition to doing damage. So there's a lot of strategy. It's, um, I don't know if how much luck is involved because it seems like if you do certain moves in certain orders, you always get the rolls you need. So I don't know if it's like the game, it's like kind of, it's open like world where you can kind of go like different ways in the maze. But if you go the right way, then you get reward. It seems like you get rewarded for it more than if you don't. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's available on the Nintendo Switch eStore. Dirt cheap. If you just wanted, if you're just looking for something stupid to mess around with, the games don't take very long. Um, it doesn't take a lot of da- uh, data. So like, if you're especially if you're like flying somewhere and you just want to like throw something on to play for a little bit while you're on a plane, kill time or mm-hmm. waiting for the plane. Um, okay. It seems pretty perfect for that. Mm. Um, the different. Um, enemies you fight have you know are all kind of themed and they like their moves kind of fit in like there's like a one that's like a uh has a radio jukebox for a head um 
So it's just weird. It's goofy enough. It's Dicey Dungeons Nintendo Switch. Ah, uh, gotcha. Um, and then I, f- I finished... I've been playing for a while, working my way through. I bought the expansion sequel game. It's not. It's weird. It's not a DLC. And I'm hoping this is the way that the Tiny Tina Borderlands game is going to be. Mm-hmm. Where it's like almost the length of a full game. It's pretty long. It took me a while to play it. Um, but I did a lot of the side quest stuff. Um, and I kind of had to stop myself, because it was like... But it's called um, the Wolfenstein Youngblood, where you play as his, uh, um, the main character's daughters, the B.J. Mm-hmm. Laskovitz. Basically, mm-hmm. like, he goes, he's kind of, they show, like in the beginning cutscene, they show him, you know, B.J. and his wife training his daughters on how to hunt and how, basically, how to survive. And so he goes off on a mission and disappears, and then two, and then the president's daughter, who's like a hacker type, basically she's like Oracle in the D.C. world, mm-hmm. um, they go to go ahead and find their dad. And so I know a lot of people were pissed for some reason when this game came out because, you know, they're they're taking away white men out of video games and replacing them with ladies. Um, but it's, it's, it's a really... I mean, the, the game is no different. The shooting, everything is the same. The, the um, weapons... The cool thing about it is um, you can play it as co-op with somebody else if you so choose, whether you, like, uh, make it friends only or you can just kind of open up a lobby and have people join you as they uh if they want or you can host just do it private and play single player which is what i did um and they have moves where like um you can like boost each other's armor or damage or if and if one of them if one of you fall getting like knocked down or whatever the other one can pick you up um and just their interaction is pretty fun too like when they're on elevators like they have little scenes through the security cameras of them like dancing or just harassing each other like flipping each other off um but yeah, man, it's, it's it's a cool story. It's a fun game. I got it for like when it first came out, it was like forty bucks, thirty or forty bucks. It wasn't a full price game, so I'm sure you could probably get it for way less now. Um, but yeah, if you're just looking to go, you know, get canceled and shoot some zombie, I mean uh, Nazis. Uh, oh, that was the other thing people were pissed about. It's like, you know, like they like because that was when the whole big thing when like people were calling Republicans Nazis and the Republicans got triggered by the game. They're like, why are they making this game? You know, are they trying to say they're they're against Republicans? And it's like, um, this isn't the first game in the Wolfenstein series, man. They've literally, it's literally been about shooting Nazis since the first game came out, like however many decades ago. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now they're upset. Yes. <laughs> oh, of course they are, yes. bastards. No, oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good, like, games kind of coming out as well. And I think just a couple, like, interesting um, remakes as well. So, like, I'm pretty excited to jump through the old uh, GTA series again. Yeah, I saw somebody. I, 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 if you didn't mention it, I was going to because I saw somebody make a TikTok where it was, like, guy sitting there and, like, um, him, he comes through, but he's the door and he's supposed to be um, Rockstar and Rockstar's, like, we got something. We got something exciting planned, and it's like, is it? Are you gonna put Grand Theft Auto Five on a different system? And they're like, no, it's bigger than that. And they're like, Grand Theft Auto Six. And before he can finish saying the number six, it's like, no, dumbass, we're remastering one, two, and th- we're remastering the first three games. You know you're gonna buy yes. them anyways. <laughs> True. No, but um, I have. I don't think I ever played GTA Three. I re- I think I started on Vice City. Yeah, I started on so. 3. I played the shit out of 3. Especially, I think it came out... It was out when I got hurt. And so that was one of the Is, games I played a shit yeah. out of. Who's the character you play as in 3? I don't remember. Yeah. It's not the Russian guy, right? No, that's... Oh, that's GTA 4. Yeah. That's GTA 4. Yeah. No, he's yeah, not... I, I don't remember... I, he's Italian. He's Italian. I know that much. Okay. I just don't remember his name. Okay, because I know Vice City is the guy with the blue... He has, like, the blue shirt and... Yes. So I remember playing the shit out of that. That was pretty fun. Yeah, I just remember he was Italian, and I remember, like, going around and, like, you could start, um, like, different gang warfares, and then, like, when you drive through, like, the different neighborhoods, like, like the Yakuza neighborhood, if, if they didn't know who you were, they left you alone, but as soon as you, like, pissed them off, if you drive down, they just start randomly shooting at you. Mm-hmm. They start chasing you in their car. 
But I also know yeah. one and two was way different than like anything since three. Like three is the one that revolutionized the gameplay of it, where it wasn't like top down and um, you actually got to go and like do more shooting and stuff than the original one. I think they're like the original. Yeah. The first two are more like just like getaway car driving type games or stealing cars, kind of like um, it went the, it went the path of the Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. It just it started off as you know, Fast and Furious started off as just like road racer stealing gasoline, and it got more and more over the top and ridiculous. I think that's the the same path of uh, Grand Theft Auto games. Pretty much. I mean, who knows? Maybe in uh, a three years we could uh, actually play the next uh, Elder Scrolls game. So, if if you were a betting man. Would you would you bet on Grand, the next Grand Theft uh, Grand Theft Auto Six or the next Elder Scrolls game coming out first? And I know they already announced the Elder Scrolls game, but that doesn't mean anything. True. I mean, look at Final Fantasy Fifteen. That took, game took like a decade to come out. That is true. <laughs> yeah, it's like I would lose my bet, the bet either way, or like one, you know, it's like one of us will probably be dead before either of them come out, so we won't get to cash in on the bet. I feel like uh, Rockstar will have six out first. Even though uh, they've already announced and had, like, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, the E3 presentation for the next... um, Yeah, but that was, like, two years ago. They didn't even talk about it this past year, did they? No, they did not. Let's see. And the other one was just, like, like a flyover of, like, the land. There was no gameplay, no, no other announcement other than, like... A, a scenic view flyover and this title screen. That's what I'm saying. I feel like Rockstar at least have a will have a more of a set date before they announce it. They won't just say like we're working on it. Yeah, it's gonna come out eventually, if not sooner. Yeah. So I mean, you know, they're making it. It's just more of like when is it gonna officially come out? So I mean, who knows? I mean, I mean, at this point, you know, we'll see what the spring and and what uh what E3 brings next year and we'll have to go from there maybe hopefully we'll have a fantastic fall of 2022 you mean like by that you mean there'll actually be uh, next gen consoles available for people to buy no probably not but we'll have games to play for the consoles that aren't out yet well for some of you peasants I guess you guys will just have to keep waiting that's fine. <laughs> I'm okay. Just I play your, play your Switch. That's new, right? Ish, yes. With, <laughs> with, its, amazing graphics and, with its amazing graphics and its frame rate. Why don't you just play as a little boy with a sword that keeps getting called the girl's name? Or, um... Exactly. <laughs> Actually, I, did, I, did buy two, I did buy two of those games for the Switch. How I get how I get stoned by Zelda fans, <laughs> and not in a good way. Right. It's like, dude, I thought I thought I thought antagonizing solid about um, the game pass. Okay. You just you just totally like threw down the gauntlet on Zelda. Oh, I'm sorry, solid. I didn't have to put in the effort to make you his make you an make an enemy out of you and him. You I am him. now, I am now public enemy number one. Yes. Oh <laughs> uh, well, you know it happens. Uh, I mean, you know what would be a good way to get back at me is you know you could torture me during extra life during uh, on November sixth. I'll be streaming Destiny two. And we'll be doing the four raids. There's all sorts of fun donations you can make. All the donations go to the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. It's This is the uh, fourth year I've been in Extra Life. And the second year I've been raising money for the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. So it, I'm looking forward to a really good time. Um, I got a post uh, next week. Um, different... Um, um, the uh, sign-ups for who's raiding with me. So, who wants to get tortured? 
So I'm I'm looking forward to that. I did add our uh, our Rocky challenge for 1500. If we get to the stretch goal of 1500, so I'm like, dude, you're really pricing everybody out of that one. Give me a 1500 donation and I'll uh, do the Rocky steps. No, 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 no. That's a that's a that's a team goal. That's a <laughs> yeah. No, oh. no, no individuals. Oh, and um, so. I forgot to forward it the message, but after the show last week, Solid did send me the um um location of the um um joker steps and it's in the bronx oh got you so in new york yes okay fair enough fair enough i'll have to do that next year (laughs) oh fair enough all right everybody thanks for hanging out with us today make sure you follow us on itunes google play stitcher um, Amazon Podcasts, all those fantastic places. Facebook, Instagram. You can hang out with us on Discord, posting all sorts of fun stuff on there. I'm streaming on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 12 p.m. Eastern. If you want to hang out, Twitch TV slash Hoppyhead Pro. Oh, and if you check in on uh, Untapped right now, you get a badge for their 11th anniversary celebration, by the way. Oh, fantastic. I'll have to Breaking try to do that. <laughs> Breaking news. Exactly. Oh, all right, everybody. Until next time, we'll see you later. Laters. Laters.